actually that was. Oh. That was last week. We'll remove that. Wouldn't you love a backstage pass to candid discussions at the crossroads of motherhood, justice, community, entrepreneurship, mentoring, and success? Host Melissa Rosenblum is one of only a few women certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey as a criminal trial attorney. When you add kids, a booming law business, and a little black book full of subject matter experts, you've got the Mighty Merp podcast. That's MightyMERP.com. Welcome back to the Mighty Merp podcast. This is Melissa Rosenblum, and I'm your host of Mighty Merp. And I'm excited today to talk to Parker Smith, who I consider a friend who I have worked alongside of. And he has an extremely interesting career on multiple levels. So Parker Smith, I'm going to give you some background on Parker. Parker Smith holds a Bachelor of Science degree from the College of New Jersey, studied as an international exchange scholar at Teesside University in England, and received his Juris Doctorate from Howard University School of Law. He was a New Jersey Supreme Court certified criminal trial attorney and practiced for 40 years before retiring in 2018. A third of his career was spent as an assistant county prosecutor in both Atlantic and Cape May counties. A third of his practice was in private practice. And then he finished the last 18 years as an assistant deputy public defender for the state of New Jersey. As a former public defender in Philadelphia, I can tell you that was his hardest job of the three. Parker is also a veteran actor, singer, model, and voice artist. Now entering his fifth decade as a professional, he has worked extensively in theater, film, and television. Favorite stage credits include lead roles in A Chorus Line, The Music Man, Dracula, The Crucible, Brigadoon, Ordinary People, My Fair Lady, and The Fantastic. He will be appearing locally in case, and locally is in Cape May County, I'm assuming. Yes? Uh, Actually, that was. Oh. That was last week. We'll remove that. But I will again. (laughs) Parker has recent television credits, including HBO's Succession, Showtime's Billions, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime, one of my favorite shows, HBO, Sex in the City, and Just Like That, and Inventing Anna and Jigsaw on Netflix. Parker has appeared in dozens of national and regional television and multimedia commercials, including Google, LG Appliances, Masonite, QVC, Merck Pharmaceuticals, Oxygen Channel, Thomas Jefferson Hospital. Parker resides in Cape May with his wife, Stina, of... you. 36 years. 36 years. Just had an anniversary. Welcome, Parker, to the Mighty Merp podcast. I'm so excited we finally got this worked out. Thank you, Melissa, for inviting me. And as I told you before we went on air here, um, I am a podcast virgin in every sense. Not only have I never appeared as a guest on a podcast, I've never listened to one. So this is going to be fun for, for me in a lot of respects. I, I do want this on your I am 
Is it, is it a IMB? Uh, IMBD, yes. Yeah, I want this on your IMB. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll IMBD, list this on my, on my credits. Yeah, uh, as one of your credits. And, Absolutely. And I like the fact that I'm first because that's, there you, go. you know, important to me. Although um, I'm sure Meg's going to be very jealous because, you know, she's my old buddy from the uh, I know. My, my, I told her on Saturday. Days. Yeah, good. I, I told her, I said, guess who I'm interviewing <laughs> this week? And she well, maybe said, she'll ask me to come on. Too. She said, that's great. So since it's your first podcast, and as you said, you were a podcast virgin, I promise to be gentle with oh, you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So um, I always like to start when I start talking to someone, which is my first question is always, tell me your origin story. And yes, I do want to know where you were born and raised and sort of how you became Parker Smith. Ah, that's a, that's a very good question. So I grew up in Bridgeton, New Jersey, in Cumberland County. And I grew up, so I'm 70 years old. So I grew up in the 50s, 60s, uh, and graduated high school class of 1970. At the time, Bridgeton was a beautiful, thriving community. A lot of people who have never been to Bridgeton don't realize that there's beautiful Victorian architecture. There was uh, and is a a beautiful park system with a, a zoo and lakes uh, great recreation facilities. I didn't know there was a zoo. Is there still a zoo? There, uh, I assume there still is. I have not been back in many years, but long before Cape May County had their beautiful zoo, Bridgeton had one of the nicest zoos on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And um, so Bridgeton was a very thriving town because there were there was tons of, of employment. Mm-hmm. The biggest employer which employed my father as well, was Owens, Illinois, which made the glass, uh, the iconic uh, glass Coca-Cola bottles, Mm. the green twisted ones. They made other things too, but that was their their most famous product. And uh, that was a huge, huge factory. It ran 24-7. So between three shifts of of workers it employed probably three quarters of the town there was also uh, Ritter ketchup there was a uh, high C uh, fruit drink there was a very large clothing business uh, businesses uh, one of which was uh, major clothing which made uh, military uniforms so there was just it was a very thriving town. Beautiful downtown area. I worked in a men's haberdashery uh, and learned all about how to dress. Uh, I'm going, I'm as, going to date you or yeah. date me. I don't know if I've ever heard that term before. Haberdashery, yeah. So yes. it's a very it was a very exclusive men's store. All the suits came with a vest and two pair of pants, and the the salesmen were all completely decked out. And would match up your suit with with a dress shirt with French cuffs and 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 cufflinks and silk ties and Stetson hats and. Well, I'm gonna have to say that now I understand 
As someone who's appeared in court with Parker, he was always dressed. And that's how I learned to dress uh, and and always felt comfortable doing so and still do. I mean, I uh, the, the one thing I, I kind of regret of today's society is when I first married my wife, when we would go out to dinner on a Saturday night, I would wear a jacket and tie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, those days are gone. There's, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. So it's funny. I know we're off course. We're going to get back to your yeah. origin. But here's <laughs> here's my question to that. Um, not the jacket and tie, but the dressing up. I always think that the more casual dressing is because we live in this shore community and this vacation-like community um, that people don't really get dressed when they go even to really nice dinners. Um, I felt like even coming from, you know, the Cherry Hill, Philadelphia area, that when people went out to dinner, people got more dressed up. So do you think it's where we live, that it's a beach community? I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it because people like to feel beachy and they like to come and they like to wear their Hawaiian shirts or whatever. Um, But again, I I live in Cape May and Cape May is kind of known for its fine dining. And there were many restaurants that I felt comfortable wearing uh, a jacket in, Mm -hmm. in the earlier days of my marriage, but no more, but it's okay. No more. I mean, some, sometimes I'll still wear a jacket without a tie just because I like wearing jackets. So Right. Yeah. So um, so you grew up in Bridgeton. So I grew up in Bridgeton. And uh, in, when you grew up in Bridgeton, you kind of had two tracks. Either you stayed in Bridgeton and you worked locally, probably in the, in the glass factory, or you went to college. Mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want to work in the glass factory because I worked in the glass factory uh, summers to make money for college. And that was no place I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Well, it's good that you know what you didn't want to do. I try to say to my kids all the time to try lots of different things out. Right. Um, not because any of it has to be career oriented. And, you know, I have three kids in college and one who's starting to apply. Right. And I'm like, I want you to do all different types of jobs. And I have uh, I have one son in particular that has a list of like the I don't wants. And he's worked in as a fry chef, a fry cook. Yeah. And he's like, I do not want to work in the kitchen. Right. Then he worked as a waiter in a very and, fancy. And I did, I did all those things too. I, I worked in kitchens. I worked in nurseries pulling weeds. Uh, I worked... Uh, in Campbell's Seafood Kitchen in Ocean City, scrubbing the pots. Um, And I don't regret any of those jobs because it makes you appreciate hard work. Right. And and it makes you appreciate anybody's path, no no matter what it is. I mean, we're we're in a white-collar business, but, you know, there, there are people out there that that have lives and maintain their households by just doing hard physical labor. And that's all part of society. So when you went to college, 
Did you know what your path was going to be? What did you study in undergrad? So um, I kind of did know what my path was going to be because when when I was in high school, uh, we had a career day and different people from different walks of life would, would come in. Sorry, I'm talking with my hands and banging. And then you're banging. It's okay. So one of the people that came in that, that most impressed me was an attorney by the name of Jay Moore. Now, I don't know if Jay was still practicing or alive when, because you're a bit younger than me. Um, but Jay was um, one of the local attorneys in Bridgeton with a big firm. Um, his One of his partners was Stephen Klein, who I ended up uh, clerking for um, as, as one of the first jobs that I had. But Jay walked in and he had on this beautiful tailored suit with a silk tie and a pocket scarf and his fingernails were clean. And <laughs> I thought, hmm, this looks like a pretty good job where you get to dress up nice. And then, you know, I just started paying more attention to what lawyers did and started reading books. And one of the first books that really captured my attention was F. Lee Bailey's The Defense Never Rests. Mm -hmm. So when I got to college, my, my first major was history because back then uh, there was, well, the next year they, they started a criminal justice program. Mm -hmm. And I always knew that if I were going to be a lawyer, I wanted to be a criminal trial attorney. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a corporate lawyer. I didn't want to be do wills in the States. I didn't want to do anything else. I knew I wanted to be in the courtroom. So uh, fortunately, uh, College of New Jersey or Trenton State, as it was called when I was there, had the, one of the first criminal justice uh, bachelor's degrees uh, in the country. So. Thank you for listening in. Stay tuned for the next part in this conversation. Mighty Merp is available on iTunes, Spotify, and all your favorite apps and players. But the best way to experience the show is to visit MightyMerp.com. That's MightyMerp.com. This podcast is not a source of legal advice. No two legal cases are the same. Contact an attorney if you require legal assistance.